Welcome to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome to The Good Life, encouraging you with inspirational stories to share with family and friends through perspectives of hope in Jesus Christ. Our show in New England is an extension of a program that I did for many years in Hawaii. Today, we reach back into the vault, and I've got a special one for you. Open your heart. Hear what the Lord has to say to you today. Kim Meter's life was torn apart at the early age of nine by her parents' murder-suicide. She's since chosen to rise above the pain and become a powerful influence in the lives of many disadvantaged youth. On the day of her parents' funeral, Kim experienced the special emotional comfort a horse could provide. This healing refuge became the foundation for all that was to follow. Through the love of a little mare and a merciful God, Kim's life was saved. And it's in that moment, like today, where the salvation of God extends throughout the world, even into your car, your room, your office, your hospital room even right now, right where you are. And that's why we pause at the beginning of our show to remind you the reason we have the Good Life Radio program is to lead you to Jesus Christ. Just as Kim has experienced the life transformational, transforming power of Almighty God, whatever you're going through, my friend, whatever you're facing right now, whatever challenge it might be, wherever you are emotionally, God loves you and He knows you. And he sends Kim Meter to share her story today because Christ died on the cross for your sins. He shed his blood on that cross, his precious blood on that cross to wash your sins away. And three days after he was buried, he rose again from the grave and the living Christ today calls you to himself. In 1995, Kim and her husband Troy made the decision to transform their nine-acre cinder quarry into a ranch for kids. Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch, CPYR, was born. This unique nonprofit organization rescues abused and neglected horses and nurtures them back to health. These same horses are then used in the ranch's riding program for children. Approximately 85% of the children who come to CPYR are disadvantaged in some way. The ranch focuses on individual instruction for each participant with one leader, one child, and one horse, free of charge, free of charge. Having assisted in the rescue of more than 300 horses, CPYR currently supports 25 to 30 horses and welcomes four to 5,000 visitors every year. The ranch also works closely with nearly all local youth and family organizations. Although the ranch activities are designed for at-risk youth, all children are welcome. Kim Meter is an accomplished speaker, has addressed 
audiences across the country from churches and book clubs to U.S. government policy councils and a portion of the United States Senate in Washington, D.C., and she's with us today. Kim, welcome to our show. Thank you so much. It's great to be a part today. Where did you grow up? I grew up in the mountains of Northern California, uh, not far from Mount Shasta. What was it like growing up there, Kim? Oh, it was beautiful. Uh, Mount Shasta is one of my favorite places in the world. It's a 14,000-foot volcano that um, I learned how to ski there, and I also climbed many times. And, mm. and it's really where I fell in love with my dad, were those days on the slopes. He was actually a ski instructor there, and that's where I grew up. You mentioned dad. Uh, but who would you say influenced you most in your growing up years? Oh, I think in in my early years, um, while I still lived with my parents, it was absolutely my father. Mm. And I can tell you that his love of the mountains and the outdoors and the wild places set my feet on a course that they have never left. What was it about Dad that so, so touched you, so moved you? You know, at, at nine years of age, that's when a child looks at their dad and says, there's nothing you can't do. And I remember thinking my dad was my best friend and he was a superhero. And I think in my mind he wore a cape and he flew. There was nothing he couldn't do. And I grew up in my mom and my dad's combined love and protection. And in that season of my life, I believe even though I saw cracks, Everything's going to be okay. I just know it's going to be okay. You mentioned nine years old. That, that, that's, a, that's a hallmark year. Yes. What happened when you were nine? Oh, boy. You know, I remember my dad's best friend coming to pick me up and my two older sisters and, and all being lined up in the back seat and driving this very long, familiar drive to my grandparents' house, and nobody spoke. And just having that crushing feeling of my throat being choked and that, ah, I can't breathe. I just know that something terrible has happened and no one will tell me what has happened. I just know something bad has occurred. And, and finally getting to my grandparents' house and there were all these cars parked everywhere and just feeling grief emanating from the house and and just thinking in my child's mind, I don't want to go in. Don't make me go in that house. And just being grabbed by my shoulders and thrust through the door into the arms of a woman that I recognized. And this woman was just crying out of control. And she could hardly breathe. And she just kept saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And just in her ineptitude and trying to gather herself. And, and I remember looking at her and kind of leaning away from her face and thinking, Whatever you have to say, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know. And finally, she just said, I'm sorry. I don't know how to tell you this, but your dad has just murdered your mother and killed himself. I'm sorry. And I remember looking at her face and thinking, you're a liar. I love my dad, and my dad loves my mom, and he would never do that. You're a liar. And just pushing off of her chest and breaking out of her arms and running out the back door and just running and running and running in this child's effort to outrun the unthinkable. Yes. 
and finally just just falling down in the dirt. I'd been running through an orchard that had just been plowed and, and just falling down in this soft dirt, and I could hear my own voice from a distance just screaming and screaming and choking and gagging and inhaling dirt and retching and and grabbing handfuls of dirt in this effort to just hold on to the memory of my parents and just crying, Jesus, help me. Will you help me now? I need to. And at that time in my life, Danny, I'd only been to church twice. I didn't even know who Jesus was. And all I knew about Jesus is I was pretty sure he was the guy on the cross over my neighbor's couch. And yet, intuitively, it doesn't matter who you are, how you've been raised, or what you've been taught. When your heart is breaking, you know intuitively to run to the one that made that heart. And what I now know as an adult is the Lord of all creation came down and Jesus knelt in the dirt beside a breaking child and reached down and took the little hand that was reaching out to him. And my Jesus has never let go. Never. It's not, uh, it's not common for people to experience the kind of tragedy that you've experienced at such a, such a young age. For a child to be able to cope, I mean, you have been given a gift, Kim. That's obvious. The gift to, and also a grace, because you you share it so often as the Lord opens up many doors for you. But to share share it with with the way, in the way that you do, taking us back. That, that speaks of a great level of generosity that God has given you as a capacity within your own heart and soul. Um, how uh, how did God use that moment and the ensuing years to deepen your relationship with Him? Oh, what I now know is that Jesus came into my life. I had a face-to-face with a God who loved me. And he didn't say, you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not smart enough, you don't have the right friends. He said, I love you in your wreckage and in your brokenness and in, in the mess that your, your crumbled life has piled into. I love you there. And it was like Jesus walking through a junkyard and pushing aside all the trash and saying, I see you, and I see all that you can become as my love washes through you. I am going to raise you up out of this trash heap, not for anything that you have done or anything that you deserve, but because of one single thing. I love you. A powerful word from Kim Meter. At nine years old, she experienced horrific tragedy that literally turned her world within her, literally upside down. And the Lord used people over the years to draw her close. But at that time, the Lord used a particular animal Hmm. that uh, brought about healing and comfort and strength uh, a, a, a consoling of her deep within. When we come back, 
you'll hear more from Kim speaking about this beloved animal that uh, now today continues to bring hope to young people, uh, disadvantaged children who have experienced their own heartaches. And you know what? Every heartache is unique. It's yours. It's mine. And that's why it means so much that God ministers to us personally with each heartache. Stay with us. We'll be back. Wandering the road of desperate life Aimlessly beneath the barren sky Leave it to me I'll lead you home James 3.13 says Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show it by his good life by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is brought to you by generous sponsors. Thank you to Coach Dino Babers and Mrs. Susan Babers, Mr. Edmund Jung and Mrs. May Jung, Mr. Rodney Arias Sr., A1A Electrician, Cedar Assembly of God, and the Thursday Men's Breakfast, Boston. If you, your business, or your church would like to support The Good Life with Dr. Danny, please visit drdanny.live. Join our partnership team. That's drdanny.live. Thank you. You're listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome back to our show. Today, we're reaching into the vault for a classic interview when I hosted this show in Hawaii. Please enjoy. In 2003, Multnomah Publishers released Kim Meter's first book entitled Hope Rising. Uh, then after that, she's published other books, The Bridge Called Hope, Blind Hope, and recently, Fierce Beauty. Her books have been well-received nationwide and abroad, has been translated into German, Chinese, Slavic, and Korean. It spurred numerous requests for, for magazine, television, and radio interviews. In fact, her radio interview on Focus on the Family with Dr. James Dobson was raised uh, their number one, rated their number one show of 2004, and her other books expanded with endorsements by Dr. Dobson and Luann Crane of Family Talk Radio. Dr. Julie Slattery of Focus on the Family, Meredith Andrews, a recording artist, and Chris. Telfer, the Oregon State Senator. We're talking about Kim Meters. He's our guest today. You're listening to the Good Life Hawaii radio show. I'm Danny Yamashiro. I'm so glad that you're with us today. Now, take note of this. CrystalPeaksYouthRanch.org CrystalPeaksYouthRanch.org Go there and you will see the magnificent things that God is allowing Kim and her husband Troy and their staff to do with horses and young people. Lives being restored by the power 
of Jesus Christ. Kim, how did how did you experience the comfort of a horse in the wake of utter tragedy with what happened with your parents? I can tell you that my grandmother uh, was such a wise woman, just five feet of concrete and just pure love. And the day that my parents died, my grandparents said, you girls will remain a family. We will raise you so you will know each other. And that day we just moved right into their home. And, and on the day of my parents' funeral, I told my grandmother, I'm not going. And in her wisdom, she said, oh, you don't have to go. And in my effort to run away from my pain, um, I, I was going to go ride horses with my two cousins, and, and I chose the fastest horse they had, and I was going to get on that horse and just gallop away and never come back. I lost everything in a single moment, and yet in my efforts to run away, I ran right into the mercy of a loving God. And between Jesus Christ and a little horse with crooked front legs, my life had been redeemed. And in our pain, no one can tell us that God can use this for good. And yet the best news about that is that God's word is true, and it overrides what we think or believe or how we feel. And he promises that when we give him our pain, that his comfort is so powerful that it'll not only heal us, it'll heal everyone we give it to who are going through something similar. He promises that in Second Corinthians 1, 3, and 4. I couldn't have known then that the comfort that I found in the presence of a horse and in that friendship, my heart could relax. And that's when I could hear the voice of Jesus Christ in my life. I wasn't saved by a horse. I was saved by Jesus Christ on the back of a horse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that, that comfort and that combination, no one could have told me then in those years of grief, someday Jesus Christ is going to transform this into something powerful and beautiful and glorious for his honor. And yet that is exactly what he has done. There are seasons in the lives of people. We could call it an ebb and flow in the rhythm of life. And uh, those moments when unexpected things happen, when our lives begin to go out of control, uh, they're, they're beyond our reach. It's very clear, Kim, that you have been given by God a unique platform hmm. out of pain, out of the dislodge of an organized life which took place early on Uh to speak to people who are encountering great difficulties and may I say even grave circumstances. Uh Have you ever asked God, why? Why me, Lord? Why this? Why did I have to go through that as a child? I I think that Danny, everyone who has ever suffered something very tragic or unexpected, I believe that it is within our human nature to try to make sense and that we live in a very cause and effect society. And so, Lord, why, why, why? 
And what I know are, are two things. Number one, our pain has a great purpose. Number one, that Jesus Christ, as he, as we ask him, there is nothing that Jesus Christ cannot redeem and heal. Nothing he cannot heal. Save one thing, a life that rejects him. Mm-hmm. He can heal everything we give to him. And when he heals it, not only are we healed, but he imparts that the, the authority to speak out what he has done for us. And that helps heal others, too. And it is within our suffering that we become more like the Savior that we claim to serve. Mm. And that's how we reflect him and that it's easy uh, to skip through life when everything's going well. It is within our troubled times that we reflect him in his glory and his peace and his forgiveness and his joy when we are suffering. That's when the world yanks their head around and says, I don't know what you have, but I want it because I am being destroyed from the inside out. Please, please tell me how I can have what you have. I just want to know that I'm going to survive. As you're listening today to Kim Meter, oh dear one, uh, lean in, open your heart further. Kim, as you speak, uh, a couple words come to mind. Uh, one is the, and this might seem a little bit odd, but uh, let me just say it as it comes. As you're speaking, I th- I think about the beauty of suffering and the blessing of suffering and how how juxtaposed that is uh, maybe not even how 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 contra- how much of a contrast that is how could you say that but there is a beauty there's a blessing that yeah. you are describing that's very, very deep uh, in, in a person's life. Where does, where does this come from? Here's what I know is true. That no one can make us stay in a place of brokenness and suffering. No one except for ourselves. Here's what I know is true. When Jesus Christ came to this world and lived a perfect life and laid that life down in our place and rose again, He broke the lock on the prison door of suffering, and that door can never be closed again. And it's a fact that all of us, at some point in our life, are going to spend time in a very broken place. And when we do, there's no better time than to know that the door is open. And all we need to do is reach for the hand of Jesus, the hand that is always, always reaching for us. Take his hand and step out into the freedom that he has already purchased for us. The door is open. We can leave our painful place every minute of every day, and no one can make that choice for you but you. Kim, right now, someone in their, in their trial, and more than a trial, their heart is open. To say they're saying, okay, that that's it. I'm I'm 
I'm coming. I'm coming. I, I want to grab the hand of Jesus mm. who's, who's calling me. I, I see it. I know it. I don't understand everything. But, uh, Kim, what would you say to that person right now who's listening? Not a believer, but they're, yeah. they're, they want to check out what's going on in this radio program, and God is speaking to them. What would you say? I would say the truth of Romans 10, 9 through 13, where, where the author says that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone is an all-inclusive word. There are no exceptions. That salvation is as near as your lips and your heart. If you profess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, and you believe in your heart that He is your God, you will be saved. It is not rocket science. Jesus has laid his life down that it would be that simple. All we need to do is proclaim who he is, believe in our heart, and speak with our lips, and we will know his saving grace and his redemption. My friend, you can know the saving grace of Christ, just as Kim has described. Call on the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. You know, Crystal Peaks Ranch, uh, Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch, was a vision given by God to Kim and Troy Meter. And uh, this ministry has been used by the Lord to influence and change the lives of many young people who have experienced severe hopelessness in their lives. And, and and, and there are reasons why they were that way, but there are also reasons why God brought them out. And now they're living new lives. And the Lord has also used and continues to use horses to facilitate this healing. When we come back from our break, we're going to talk with Kim about the vision that God gave for Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch. How did it all happen? How does God give an idea to someone who has experienced tragedy in life as a child and then turn that around to bring hope to thousands and thousands and thousands of people just like you and me. When we come back, more from Kim Meter of Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Wandering the road of desperate life Aimlessly beneath the barren sky Leave it to me, I'll lead you home. Jeremiah 33.3 says, Call to me, and I will answer you and show you great and unsearchable things you do not know. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is a program that was born out of prayer. The Spirit of Christ guides us through prayer, empowers us through prayer, and provides for us through prayer. There are mighty things that the Lord is doing in the Northeast, across the United States, and around the world. Would you like to be a part of God's work through The Good Life with Dr. Danny? Visit drdanny.live. Dr. Danny invites you to join his prayer team. Each month, you will receive a letter updating you on some of the behind-the-scenes developments, prayer requests, along with a devotional that Dr. Danny writes to encourage you in the Lord Jesus Christ. Join the prayer team today and make an eternal difference in people's lives. Visit drdanny.live. That's drdanny.live. You're listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny. 
a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome back to our show. Today, we're reaching into the vault for a classic interview when I hosted this show in Hawaii. Please enjoy. What if you were a horse, a beautiful horse? Horses are beautiful. And, uh, but you as a horse were abused. Uh, maybe you were shot at. Maybe, maybe you were slapped around, uh, spat on. Maybe you were, you received, uh, verbal abuse to go along with that physical abuse and you were maimed you weren't only maimed physically but you were maimed emotionally you were even maimed psychologically and uh, someone came along to care now let, let, let's go go beyond being a horse what about just a human being a human being loved by god and yet uh, despised and despicable and, and treated in a horrific way by others what difference do you think it would make to be loved? To be loved in your brokenness? Well, that is what our guest today, Kim Meter, is all about. She is about loving people with the love of Jesus Christ. And that's why when you hear her, you'll hear about the, there, there's a tone, there's a way that she communicates and conveys the love of Christ that just, just permeates through radio waves and through the internet. And she's, uh, received uh, all kinds of awards acknowledged through a regional Red Cross Heroes Award in April of 2004. She was nominated for the Regional Jefferson Award to encourage and honor individuals for their achievements and contributions to public and community service. And on and on, because of the faithfulness that she has shown, and love for God and love for people. You're listening to the Good Life Hawaii Radio Show. I'm Danny Yamashiro. Kim Meter is the founder, along with her husband Troy, of Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch, and she's here to talk about that with us. Kim, how did you get the vision for Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch? You know, this is such a long story, and I'm going to shorten it down to fit within our time frame. But in a word. Someone did this for me, and in my pain, and in my brokenness, and in my wreckage, someone provided a horse for me, my little grandma, and she could not have known that how the Lord would use this to become the figurehead of everything God had planned in the future. Fast forward many years, met married my husband, moved to the mountains of central Oregon, I live at um, almost 4,000 feet up in the Cascades, and it actually snowed today. Mm. <laughs> and and we um, bought this destroyed property, and in our efforts of bringing healing to the property, uh, I started volunteering at a ranch down the road, and the atrocities that I saw, the, the abuses that these horses were surviving, left me leaving every day thinking, someday this has got to change, and someone needs to do something, and Rest assured, when you live long enough, someday is going to be today, and someone is going to be you. <sighs> and we ended up rescuing our first two horses. One was missing a third of her body weight, 350 pounds, and just skeletal. And, and the, I mean, do the math on yourself. 
And the second horse, I saw her former owner beat her so badly that he had to call a vet to come and sew up her face. Hmm. My horse has an eight-inch scar between her eyes to this day. And those were the first two horses to come to our property, which is a cinder mine. I mean, a hole, literally a rocky hole in the ground. And then, as only God can, he started taking this broken property and we were filling it up with all these broken, unloved trees that were destined for destruction. And then the broken horses came. And because God loves brokenness, he is the one who started to refit all those broken pieces together into something beautiful and powerful and more glorious than any of those parts could have ever been separate from each other. And the broken property filled with broken trees and broken horses in the hands of Jesus Christ became the perfect place to heal the hearts of broken children. Hmm. And the kids started coming. How did that happen? How did the kids find out about it? How did they start coming? Oh, my goodness. We were volunteering at a youth group, and we had mentioned it a few times. And apparently these kids had told their friends and their friends and their friends, and pretty soon all these kids are coming. And we didn't know who they were. And they all looked exactly the same coming up with their, just looking down at their feet and wringing their hands. Um, um, we, oh, we heard you had horses that needed help. Um, um, is it okay? Can we help? We just want to help. And so of these kids that were coming, there was one girl that used to come more often than the others. And at that time, Jessica was 16 years old, and she was as close to an albino as I've ever seen. Long, white hair, almost blue, translucent skin, and completely colorless eyes. And this young woman was the visual epitome of sorrow. And what I knew is that her home life was so devastating that she never spoke. Way down deep in her side, never, inside, she never spoke. And when she first started coming to the ranch, it was so hard, and I thought, oh, I need to fill up all this space with words, and very quickly the Lord let me know she's here for two reasons, to feel safe and to feel loved, and that doesn't take any words at all sometimes. Hmm. And so we would work side by side, and one day we were working in this just sideways blowing snowstorm, and I looked back at Jessica, and she had all this white hair just frozen across her face, and I said, honey, let's go up in the house and, and warm up and dry out. I need to make a call. And her response to me was a wordless, shaking her head no. Went back and forth. If you get cold, will you come up? She nodded. Yes. Went up and made the phone call. It went way longer than I expected. Rushed to the window, looked out through this storm. And this mute girl, I could look down the hill and see that of the two horses, she had brought out the starving horse. And and she was sitting in front of this horse, and their heads were down really close together. Mm. And I was watching them through this snowstorm, thinking, Lord, what am I seeing? And very quickly got off the phone and just watched. And pretty soon Jessica sat up straight and this horse's head pulled back. And that's when I could see that the girl who never spoke was just talking and talking to this horse. Years and years of words that no one had ever heard. This horse could go where no one was allowed. It was like watching two halves of a bridge come together, each understanding the other better than anyone could understand either one of them. And in the presence of each other is when they felt complete. Starving girl reaching out the starving horse and back again. 
And that was the moment that I made the decision to build a ranch where the same healing through horses that I had experienced before Jesus Christ could happen for kids everywhere free of charge. That was the moment. The Lord gives you a a crystallized experience like that. Uh, And you understand it. You understand the moment. <clears throat> There's something about the way that you speak, Kim, you know, when you talk about someday is today, yes. that someone is you. There's a, we even spoke a little bit, you know, off the air, when when you, you talked about just the, the thankfulness you have of being alive today. Mm. Every year is a, is a gift. Every day is a gift. Yes. And you have that. Uh, so many in our distracted society uh, just let let the days go by. It's robotic. Uh, it's it's sometimes even mindless. We're we're producing. We don't even know what the purpose is. Uh, but but you bring in a whole different life perspective that is very much needed today because mm. I, I sense that there is a a strong uh, biblical undercurrent, a biblical foundation that's that's needed for us to really be refreshed in the way that we view our own lives. Mm. And so here's this 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 girl that was once mute. What what by the way what happened to her as the <laughs> as things move forward? This is the salvation that Jesus Christ can provide for anyone who calls on his name. Jessica today has gone on to serve in Peru in an orphanage and the young woman who never spoke because God has such a sense of humor, and his redemption is complete. The young woman who was mute and never spoke now teaches English for a living. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Jesus can do for anyone who holds up their heart to him and says, Oh, my God, can you fix it? And he says, Oh, beloved, watch this. So now you have, that's the beginning of you connecting the horses with young people who have been broken. Now, you know, this happened in 1995 as, as, as you started the, the ministry. Uh, years have gone by. What's happening there on a daily basis, weekly basis now? Oh, my goodness. And we just are now closing up our 18th season. And God is so amazing. In 18 years, I think we've been involved in the rescue of more than 300 horses. We've served between 50 and 70,000 children free of charge because God is not poor. And he does not need people's money to accomplish what he desires. He just needs his people to trust him. And through this ministry and writing books that have been translated and gone around the world, we've helped to start about 200 other organizations like ours that are loving children with horses free of charge, worldwide, all because we serve a a God who can redeem anything that we entrust to him. There is nothing, nothing that Jesus Christ cannot redeem except for that which we hold back from him. When we only give him a little piece of our heart, That's all he can heal is that tiny little piece. If we only trust him a little bitty ounce, that's all he can redeem. That's like 
asking him to heal part of our cancer. He says that he wants us to love him with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and all our strength. Mm. And when we put all of us in all of him, there's nothing, absolutely nothing he cannot do. Words of hope, words of comfort, words about a God-ordained, God-blessed future from Kim Meter. Find out more about Kim at crystalpeaksyouthranch.org. Yep, just spell it right on out. crystalpeaksyouthranch.org. You can find out about her, Troy, their staff, and their incredible ministry, ministry of life and hope and transformation. When we come back, more from Kim Meter, uh, her favorite scripture, and why. When we come back, stay with us. Wandering the road of desperate life Aimlessly beneath the barren sky Leave it to me, I'll lead you home Hi, this is Danny Yamashiro. A police officer found a girl crying on the sidewalk one day. What's wrong, he asked. I'm lost, she said. Do you have your parents' phone number, he asked. No, she said. What about your address? No, she began to sob. Suddenly, she stopped, and her eyes brightened. What happened, the officer asked. I remember, she said. There's a church near my house, and at the top of the church, there's a cross. Take me to the cross. Take me to the cross, because when I see the cross, I'll be able to find my way home. My friend, if you feel like you've lost your way, turn to the cross, the cross of Jesus who died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. Will you turn to Jesus? Open your heart to Him and find your way home to God. You're listening to The Good Life with Dr. Danny, a program of Danny Yamashiro Ministries and Formation Institute. Divisions of Jesus Christ is calling you. Now let's join Dr. Danny and experience the good life today. Danny Yamashiro here. Welcome back to our show. Today, we're reaching into the vault for a classic interview when I hosted this show in Hawaii. Please enjoy. Imagine between 50 to 70,000 young people over the course of what 18 years have have come through Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch a place where broken horses uh, are healed and a place where broken young people are healed and it's like like Kim Meter said you know it's like the both are one side of a bridge and they come together to meet in the middle and they are bound together by the grace, mercy, and love of Jesus Christ. You can find out more about Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch at crystalpeaksyouthranch.org. You're listening to the Good Life Hawaii radio show. I'm Danny Yamashiro. I'm so glad that you're with us today. This is one of those rare moments with uh, someone whom God has touched and is continuing to use in a very powerful way and personal way. No wonder she's been awarded the National Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis Award for Greatest Public Service, benefiting local communities 
when she received that at a ceremony in Washington, D.C. Kim, how has the Lord been speaking to you recently? Oh, my goodness. That just makes a large jam in my brain. <laughs> oh, what I know, and as I travel and speak, I, I come across countless people that are just mired down in their stuff, in their grief, in their pain, in their anger, their unforgiveness. And I got to tell you, if you want to live in hell on earth, don't forgive someone and you will get there really fast. Everywhere I go, I'm, I'm encountering people who are just stuck in a place of immobility and their focus is straight down on all the things around them. When Jesus Christ is calling his people to him, and you had made mention earlier in the show about our favorite verses and what comes to mind everywhere I go, and something that the Lord has been speaking in my own life with urgency is 1 John 5, 4. And it simply says this, every child of God defeats this evil world by doing one thing, trusting in Jesus Christ for the victory. When our trust is in him, there is nothing, nothing that can tie us down and hold us in one place except for us choosing to love and serve those things more than casting our eyes on the one who can redeem our soul. There is nothing, as I said earlier, that Jesus Christ cannot rescue and redeem except for a life that refuses him. Kim, right now, I just sense this is a one of those special moments mm. where the Spirit of God is moving in the hearts of our listeners in a, in a profound way. Uh, so much so that there is a receptivity. You know how that goes. Our hearts sometimes are more receptive than others. I wish we were always receptive. But here here and now, someone's heart is open to receiving what God has for them. A word from you, yes. But could you lead in a prayer? But before you pray, just a, so, some something like a, like a parting shot to someone. And if you could lead them in a prayer... Uh, to a place where they can have hope in the midst of their challenge right now? I would say, dear friend, I have never spoken to a group where there is not someone who is thinking in their heart, you don't know me, and you don't know what I've been through. You don't know what I've done You don't know what's been done to me. You don't know the betrayal and the hurt and the fear. You just don't know. If I could see you, I would look you right in the eye and say, Oh, beloved, but there is one who does. And he is reaching for you today. If you want hope, reach back to the author of hope. His name is Jesus Christ, and he is reaching out to you today to to grasp onto your hands, your heart, and pull you forward and out of this place of suffering and sorrow and grief and pain 
and unforgiveness. All he is calling for you to do is to just pray. Ask him in to be your Lord and Savior. So with that, dear Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I acknowledge that I've been trying to do things my own way for a long time. And it has not led me anywhere good. I need you. I'm sorry for turning away from you. I'm sorry for my sin. I am calling out to you today. Will you come in? Will you wash away my sins and my pain? Will you heal my broken heart? Will you be my Lord and Savior today? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My friend, if you've done that, if you've followed and gone along in that prayer in your heart, with uh, Kim, go ahead and let me know. Uh, email me at danny at thegoodlifehawaii.com. Uh, let me know, and I've got some uh, various means that we could take you further on that. I've, I'm, I'm friends with many pastors of uh, many churches, not only in Hawaii, but across the country, that I can refer you to. And uh, if you don't already have a church, and we, we want to follow up with you in relation to you growing in your walk with the Lord. And that's what Kim has been so exemplary uh, for us uh, about. Kim, you are a woman of action. I know you're a spiritual, deeply spiritual woman, a woman of prayer, close walking with the Lord. And in so doing, you are a woman of action. Give us a charge. Uh, what kind of action can be taken when it comes to, uh, you know, reaching people, reaching others, getting out beyond ourselves, even like Jessica. God brought her out from herself. Now look at her in Peru, a whole life being used by God. What would you say as a point of action for us? You know, often, Danny, people come to me and they say, I just don't know, I don't know, I don't know what God wants me to do, and just, you know, will you pray with me? And, and simply this, here's what God is calling everyone to do. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord has the same commission and calling, and that's simply this. Number one, love God. Number two, love each other, forgive each other. And number three, share what Jesus Christ has done for you. That is the great commission. It is not the great suggestion. Mm-hmm. He is calling all of us, love God first, love each other, share with those around you what Jesus Christ has done for you. You will know no greater joy on the face of this earth than speaking out what your Savior has done for you and the healing and the grace and the peace and the love and the joy that he has given you in the midst of your trial. That is what he is calling from each one of us who call him Lord. That is a, well, since I've been using this word all along, that's crystal clear, Kim. <laughs> crystal clear. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, couldn't have been said any clearer than that. Uh, love the Lord, love others, and share. Yes. 
share what God has done in your life. Hey, that's something we all can do. Don't you think? Hey, look, it's it's not something that has to be overcomplicated. We don't have to try to fancy it up and make it seem something that it's it's not or us being someone that we're not. Be yourself and share out of your heart what God has done. And there are so many things that we can be grateful for, thankful for. And Kim Meter has shared, it, it seems like she shared a lot, but in the course of her life, she's experienced so much. It's a snapshot, but a beautiful one at that. Kim, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing heart to heart with uh, me and each one of our dear listeners. That's Kim Meter from Crystal Peaks Youth Ranch. In fact, you can find out more about Kim, about her ministry, how you can stand with them, support them, how you can get her books and her other resources there at crystalpeaksyouthranch.org. Again, crystalpeaksyouthranch.org. My friend, these are those moments when God sends someone like that to charge you and to charge me to take action for the cause of Christ and share the love of Christ with others. And I hope that you've been so moved today. Heartfelt words from Kim Meter, crystalpeaksyouthranch.org. My friend, God's timing is perfect. And there's no better time than right now to share the love of Christ with someone near you. And if you haven't done so, look, hey, I believe this might be that perfect moment for you to open your heart to Jesus. Go to drdanny.live for next steps and resources to reach family and friends. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and major podcast platforms. Matthew 12, 33, make a tree good and its fruit will be good, for a tree is recognized by its fruit. It's always a blessing to be with you. Thank you to Kim Meter, crystalpeaksyouthranch.org. Until next time, along with my producer, David Nasora, creative director, Brian Torres, web designer, Shina Kusumoto, social media director, Luke Yamashiro, and guest coordinator, Jan Yi. I'm Danny Yamashiro. Remember, the Lord is with you as you share the love of Jesus with someone today. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast of The Good Life with Dr. Danny. We hope that today's program has been a blessing for you and that you may find hope in hearing how God's Word affects people from all walks of life. The Good Life with Dr. Danny is a listener-supported program, and we'd like for you to prayerfully consider becoming a sponsor or donor. To contact Dr. Danny and learn more about the ministry, visit drdanny.live. That's drdanny.live. Be sure to tune in weekdays at 6 p.m. to hear The Good Life with Dr. Danny. Until next time, may God richly bless you with the good life.